Yes, indeed, powerful people. This is another episode of Breaking the Machine. I'm your host, Amad the Poet, alongside my partner, Spank the Bank. What up, though? And today we'll be taking another incremental step and in shifting the culture. How you doing today, my G? I'm doing great, man. Doing great, man. Yeah, man. 16 uh, days in. Mm-hmm. Of the, uh, of the new month. Yeah. Man, the new year been good so far, man. Uh, a lot has changed. A lot hasn't changed. You know what I'm saying? Just really just sitting back and observing. We was talking before the cameras on. A lot of stuff happened in the news that I seen. I'm like, damn, I wanted to speak on man, it. Man, bro. Yeah, but, you know, the break was necessary. I needed, you know, some time to just relax and, you know, just take a break and, you know, do some piano class, you know, some piano lessons and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, man, um, I wanted just to get to some things, um, just kind of giving them an update on, you know, what's going on for the new year and stuff like that. And uh, one of the supporters had hit me up like a month and a half ago, and they said they wanted us to do an episode where we kind of break down our story just a little bit, just so they can kind of get the full story. And I feel like that's kind of important, you know what I'm saying? Because they want to know, you know, how we got here and all the story. Like, like we give them bits and pieces when the conversation sparks itself in, in the midst of episodes, we might talk about something from the past, like Dirty D or me going to private school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we, you know, we kind of don't really go into it, you know, right. full throttle. So I wanted to give them just a kind of a light synopsis of, you know, our upbringings, man, just so they could feel right. that. Right. So uh, I'll go first, I guess. You yeah. know? So I'm the oldest of 10 children. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the same mom, same dad, uh, you know, from Detroit, Michigan. Um, I grew up in the neighborhood, um, Linwood and Puritan, you know. Um, so I had a, you know, the hood side, I guess, neighborhood side then. We was fortunate enough to move to Southfield during my eighth grade year of school. Um I'm trying to think. I, I never missed a meal, bro. Like mm-hmm. my mom made sure it was food on the table every day. Like I probably had the best clothes, but I for sure ate every day. Like we never missed a meal, you know. Shout out to my mom for that. Shout out to you know them bridges and them fools. We used to get like a thousand dollars. So it was ten of us. So we used to get like a thousand dollars on on the bridge card. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And we used to go crazy. I used to go crazy at the gas station. Um, I was like, you know, I grew up playing sports. So I grew up playing football my whole life. Like mm-hmm. football from little league, high school, college. Um, college, I went to uh, South Philadelphia High School. Um, graduated with like a two three, mm-hmm. and then I got like a fifteen on my SAT. So like I ain't know where I first I thought I was gonna go to the Marines. I really didn't know where to go. So I applied for Wilberforce University. They accepted me. So I went to Wilberforce. Um went to Wilberforce for a week or two. Mm. I think it was a week, week or two. But they didn't have a football team. So I had mm. transferred to Central State because they had a football team. So my first month of school I was partying. Cause you know, I did walking week at Wilberforce. Mm. And I'm back and doing walking week at Central State. You know, I tried out, made a team. Made a team, but shit didn't go as planned because it wanted no equipment. So I got into like more of entertainment at school. So our, my major was already communications. I knew what I wanted to do, like communications, that's easy. Um, went in there, you know, became phenomenal. You know, mm-hmm. it, it made me level up in so many ways. So I went to school, man, they called me Spank the Spank. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my name is Dwayne, but I got spanked from college. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And um, I said like Spank W. Kevin Hart. And that's what everybody called me, Spank, Spank, Spank. And I just really just ran with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was like a new, it was new. I wasn't me no more. You mm-hmm. feel me? That was definitely a new change. So, man, went to Central State, man, had a ball, bro. Like, I got in, like, uh, plays. I was doing plays, hosting all the events, like fashion shows, uh, hosting award shows. Mm-hmm. Man, we got a lot of dangerous, dumbass fights. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was crazy. Like, Central State was like the hood. But in a safer environment, but you experienced a lot of hood shit. So I feel like that was my second. That was my high school years. Like Central State was like my high school years in the hood. Because I didn't do my high school years in the hood. You know what I'm saying? I did like from kindergarten all the way up to, you know, seventh grade. Then I moved. But like I got my my hood experience again with education, with more education at, um, at Central State. And then, you know, graduated. I also created a web show. You know, I saw it called The Real Campus Life. It's still on YouTube now. Uh, we did yeah, that. Yeah, seen it. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I, I, when I was watching that podcast you did with your partners, man, mm-hmm. it made me want to go back and check it out. I said, I ain't never seen this because Spank always talking about, man, mm-hmm. I been did numbers. I did yeah. numbers back then. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? I yeah. did numbers. So when I watched that shit, I'm like, damn, this nigga was doing numbers, man. Yeah, like I've been, like, I've been <laughs> in the media field for them. Like, yeah. Man, Michael Jackson is probably the most biggest inspiration of my life, bro. Like my pops, I never forget. Like that's all we should do is like watch Michael Jackson videos. And... Just seeing him perform 
was just like that moonwalk, you know, the seeing her moonwalk and just was like, what? Bro, Dog was like a big inspiration to my life. And that's why I, I always wanted to be on stage because of him. Like, I could just remember being a kid dancing and singing in the bathroom. Well, not in the bathroom, in the kitchen. You know, we had a kitchen in the radio. It was hooked up in the, in the, uh, in the radio and just... Just I mean, singing. I mean, that's a real. That's like a TV show for for like y'all had fans. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. I wonder what the, the fans probably want to know where you at now. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a viral web series. It was, and we was ahead of our time. It was so yeah. crazy. You know how I many people came to Central State because of that show? Mm. People like, bro, I came to school because of you. I'm like, damn. Not knowing though, like one of the seasons, like I told my homeboy, you know, one of them seasons was was off a of, off like one camera we bought off weed money. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like I don't feel like we could say that now, but you know, mm -hmm. we bought one. You know, we money. Second camera was a stolen camera. You know what I'm saying? We shot so many episodes there. You know, then that camera broke. Then we, you know, we got some refund and you know, and bought another camera. But like people don't even know how I even got a refund. Like I was squatting in my ex girlfriend room. You know what I'm saying? To sleep in her room, then getting a six thousand dollar check. Mm -hmm. you know, send some money back home to my people. Some money for me, and then you know she wanted to go out something, go out for her. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm -hmm. But I always had that mentality. I kind of hate that I did all that shit because now I'm in the real world. I still be trying to finesse mm. my way out through and shit, but you can't really do that. You mm. know, you got to build some type of uh, stability. No, not, not, not when the, <laughs> that white man come in there and man, put his boot down. Man, bro. Ain't no, ain't no playing around with him. Yeah, but you still, you just got to know what the fuck you doing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, but, you know, I went to school. Then after that, after, after like graduation, I played football. I finally played football my senior year. You know what I'm saying? I said, fuck, I came here to play football. I was so invested in the real campus life and being a media personality, I was just like, fuck sports. But now I'm my hell and I love football. You feel me? So I ended up playing my senior year. Then I graduated, came back to the city. Didn't really know what to do. I remember I got this little job at some small ass company. Um, then what if I started working at OSA Radio? So I was doing that. I was working on radio, learning about that. Um, doing a couple interviews there and there, here and there. And then, uh, I transitioned to Old Radford. I was a substitute teacher for a minute. Then I transferred to Enterprise. And, but Enterprise was good money. That's why I started making real good money. But the hours was, I ain't like the hours. I ain't, I didn't feel like damn with my next day off. And like in education, I know when the next day off. So then I left that day and came back to, you know, into education. I mean, that's where I'm at now. But like the path I came across you was through the ancestral plane. But around that time, I was always trying to figure out my religion standpoint um you know i was always i was starting hearing about the hebrew israelites um always wondered you know what i'm saying my i was always wondered like through the michael max movie um just remember reading the bible just trying to understand because i, I it was kind of hard for me to be submissive to the word of things like um because you know man college you do a lot of wild shit you out partying and drinking and shit so kind of that still is in you when you leave you know what i'm saying but it's like you know it's the real world so how do mm -hmm. i operate in the real world so it was just like i don't feel bad of doing these things but when i came back home so i grew up in a grew up in a church family too so you know i was in the church choir so my my father a preacher you know uh my mom you know she's rooting in the church so when i came back home that's all they knew you feel me so it's like I'm still living like I was in college, and you know they live like this. So it's like, damn, I'm what's right, what's wrong. So you know I'm trying to understand this shit. So I ain't. I've been all over the place, just trying to study from each person. I'm still kind of am, still am. Shoot, um, I ran across you just off of um, this the the stuff you post on the sexual plan. I was really like interested in, and um, I remember I was working with my cousins. We was trying to work on a movie and a podcast. I was working on my own podcast, and um. Uh, and that's when I hit you up, had you on. It never got aired. Um, that was my fault, you feel me? Because I'm always used to the person, the talent, and I'll just leave it alone. You know, that's just, I mean, I've been acting since high school, you know what I'm saying, elementary. So, you know, they give you a script, you do that. We worry about the blocking and everything else. And director, I listen to the director. Okay, and then boom, you know what I'm saying? Because that's all I knew. But uh, I feel like that's why I ain't really going nowhere because I didn't. Take the backside of trying to edit my own and do it the way I want to do it, but it's all good. But and now I'm here. I know I'm probably leaving out some parts, but 
I mean, it, it's good. You know what I'm saying? You mm. kind of gave that 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 filler, man. And I, I just wanted to uh, do a shameless plug real quick. Mm. If y'all see my phone going off uh, real quick, that's because everybody who's in the text community, who I told y'all to get in the text community, and I'm always blasting it. Mm. Everybody who's in the text community, I texted them this morning to send me some questions. Because we filming today. Mm. So if you didn't get a text, it's because you're not in the text community. So I need y'all to text BTM to 313-825-4140 or 1-313-825-4140. Text BTM to 1-313-825-4140. So you can get added to the text community. You can get updates on merch, episodes, events, anything. I need y'all to text BTM to that number right now. Um, now back to the schedule of programming. Um yeah, for me it was, um, and I'm gonna make it quick. Uh, it was really just growing up in the nation of Islam, so it was very structured. It was really like a military type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, really, um, I w- I wouldn't say strict, but just very disciplined. And um, I grew up in Flint. I grew up uh, off Addison, over there by Buick City. Um, and I was born in Alabama, but we moved to Flint when I was four years old. So Flint's pretty much all I know. Uh, we moved there. Um, I was homeschooled till about um, till about uh, about um, about nine years old. Then when I turned nine, we moved to Chicago. When we moved to Chicago, we went to private school. Mm. So I went to private school from nine to about eleven. And then um, Chicago was different. I, you know, I lived in the hood in Flint. Lived in the hood in Chicago. Lived uh, on Stony Island, um, off of Bennett Avenue. Got robbed. Got into you know arguments with people all type of shit it was just it was a different environment because i was coming from being homeschooled and being sheltered to being out here with these um out here with other young black men who are more aggressive and they they just like got a different thing to them it's like dang what's your energy i never cussed before then i never heard people cuss we didn't watch movies that had cut it was just very sheltered so uh, we we come there and it's a completely different energy it's like dang what's this, this dude's very aggressive like where does this come from i never saw this on you know disney you know so it was a different reality. Um, it really, you know, excelled me and just helped me grow up real fast. My dad had uh, caught cancer, so that's why we moved to Chicago, because my dad uh, moved to Chicago to work on this project. He had his own construction business. He, you know, got cancer, brain cancer, and then we ended up moving to come and support him. It got worse. We moved back. He passed away. We went up. To, we went to public school. Went to public school, found some different things in yourself. Mm. Dad passes away, you find different things in yourself. And, um, yeah, it just just the whole family just kind of really started expressing themselves. My older brother started expressing themselves in different ways that I didn't know they had in them. You know what I'm saying? Um, I started expressing myself in different ways. Everybody was, was expressing themselves in different ways. So it was like, a, I'd say about a three, four year period of just like craziness. By the time um, I was getting a lot of trouble in middle school, by the time I got into high school, it was kind of like my mind kind of was reformed. I kind of got my stuff together. I was always smart in school. I always got good grades, but I was getting in trouble in middle school just because it was never just me wanting to get in trouble. I just cracked jokes a lot. And I always just wanted to be right. Like the teacher would tell me something, and I was taught this in the nation. So I'm not going to agree with you. Like that we come from monkeys. So I debate with you that we come from monkeys, or that the planet's a thousand years old, or ten thousand, hundred thousand years. I debate that. I debate. Oh, they say we ca- who came from monkeys. They'll say that we we oh, came yeah, from. But we you didn't. Know, that, you know, so we didn't. So those are the type of things that I would get in trouble for because I will always debate what I know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know whether it's they saying we should eat peanuts, and I'm arguing that we shouldn't, or just it just be any. I was always was arguing. So I had to take a step back with that. By the time I got into high school, all the teachers pretty much got along with me except one teacher, but that's a different story. And then, you know, I was in National Honor Society, got good grades. So then I ended up getting like 1100 on my SAT, got a full, you know, I don't want to say a full ride to my college, but they paid my tuition, went off to college um, and just did my thing, man. It was a lot of depression around that time, a lot of different mm. things. Like I said, I'm skipping a lot. Those four years of high school was a lot of turmoil, you know, and different things in the family, you know, it's, it's craziness. We'll talk about that one day. You know, I get into this one day, you know, mm-hmm. all the craziness and different things. But a part of it, a telling your truth is, your truth is other people's truth. So it's like, you know, I'm ready to talk about it, but I don't know if they're ready to talk about it. So I'm not going to talk I about mean, it. It's a lot of shit. I ain't gonna lie, I skipped a lot of shit, but You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like when that time comes and it comes to my in the light, I probably, you know, just have to be ready to speak on it. Mm-hmm. That's what it comes to me with the truth. Man, so I'm about to have a child, right? Mm-hmm. And as I hear of both of our stories, a lot of moving. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of movement. So I want to know, like, really talking to myself, like, when having a child, like, should you just buy a crib and just have, you know, how long should you even be there? You know what I'm saying? Is it good for a child to be doing all this movement? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't know. I'm up here trying to talk to myself as I'm as I'm saying. Like, is it good for, you know, your child do all that movement? Does that show, I ain't going to say that don't show stability, but it shows something. I don't know what, though. Like I said, I could be wrong, but it's just me thinking, like, damn, I can't really be moving like that. I think that's bad for the brain or something. I don't know. Like, I'm just up here thinking about that. Well, as long as you're thinking about it, it's, it's going to pan out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? As long as you just not like, all right, it's going to figure itself out. Yeah. Those are the type of people, that's when it goes wrong. When you're constantly thinking about how it's going to be right. Yeah. A lot of people say that's like anxiety or paranoia, yeah. but that's how stuff gets done. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The, the, everything looks good when you really focused on it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these interviews, they they run smoothly because it's a lot of, you know, thought that goes into it. Like, okay, we got to make sure this happens. If they say this, we got to do this. So it's just like once you over-prepare, you be good, you know what I'm saying, with anything. So mm-hmm. you're just preparing, you know what I'm saying, yeah. for, for your child's. I feel yeah. like I feel like that's what you're supposed to do as a I ain't gonna ask with the nation. You know, y'all teaching I can't even say that kind of didn't follow on y'all, but y'all YouTube videos really taught me. Mm-hmm. Prepare. Over prepare. Like even now, just teaching me how to over prepare. Like I feel like that's something we really need to Yeah, I was I was having a conversation with my, you know, my uncle. Uh, he's like my uncle, you know, and uh the other day, maybe like three days ago, when I was getting my hair cut, and you know, yeah, I grew the hair out. You know, I know I'm used to a shortcut. You yeah, know, I'm rough, baby. You yeah, know I, I grew the hair out. I'm, I'm trying something different. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, let me know what y'all think. But uh, I was getting my hair cut, and um, I, I we was talking about where, and I really want to get him on because he be dropping, man. He be dropping him on. We got to, but um, we was just talking about where society is right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and the acceleration because. Obviously, we believe that it's the end time. So I'll be just trying to gauge what phase that we're in. And the mission is still the same. The mission is still getting land. The mission is still yeah. awakening the people in consciousness. Yeah. But um, yeah. the, 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 the phase that I'm at with it right now is just like, okay, we got to do it in multiple ways. You know what I'm saying? We can't just do it this way. We got to do it on a podcast. We got to do it here. We got to get to the farmland. We got to get to restaurants. We got to do all of that. You know, but... um. I think the number one thing, uh, well, one one of the big things right now is just people still caught up in this, in, in, in this perception of what, and, and it's getting deep because this yeah. metaverse is changing it. Because now, now it's like we getting caught up in so much. That's why I'm trying to take a break because it's just like, bro, what is we chasing now, bro? Nothing. And I feel like, bro, we all bosh in the metaverse, and then somebody take our real personal values, like our real land, our real soil. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I feel like that's overthinking it too. Like, all right, it might not go to that extreme, but then it might. You know, I'm just that, that's how they get you. You know what I'm saying? Why you not looking? They, a thief is cold, bro. A thief is cold. You mm. know what I'm saying? A thief is cold. So I just I don't let none of that stuff really get in. Like I really don't get into it. I'm just really working on my health, uh, my finances, and my mind, bro. Just trying to find a way to try not trying. I'm working on a way to build a skill that can take me anywhere. So in like you said, the land, the farming, the estates, mm. trust. Like, it's so much we, you know, I'm working on and just studying on because I see the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I see the bullshit. I hear the bullshit. And I'm just not with the bullshit that's going on. Mental health. I wanted to talk about mental health real quick um, in the aspect of Antonio Brown. The stuff that's been going on in the news. Watch that. Yeah, that's what you I know, want to talk about. I, I want a mental health issue. I heard a lot of people say, you know, it, it wasn't mental health. It wasn't CTE. It wasn't this. It wasn't that. He, he just feeling some type of way. It was a money situation, salary, all type of stuff. I'm fed what, 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 what did you think about it? Man, at first I waited. I'm glad I did wait. Mm. And I watched that interview that I sent you on No Jumper. I think it was not No Jumper. What was it? It was one of them interviews. The nigga just fed up. Mm. He said, fuck y'all team. That's all he did. I don't want to wear y'all jersey. Mm. Antonio Brown knows what's going on. Mm. You know, this is just a corporation. I'm just a slave to this shit. Fuck it. I don't own it. You know what I'm saying? He like, yeah, he could have kept his shirt on, whatever. But, I mean, it's no different if you win the championship and you take off your shoulder pads. It was just during the game. It's no different when you take off. I mean, it's no different. I mean, I'm not condoning what he did. but uh, I think everybody thinks you got to keep it. Professional, professional, and that's what's and that's what's 
It's killing me because they're never professional. And I was just about to say that you know they're never professional. He went bro. on that podcast. Um, I think it's the the Full Sin podcast, and you know he talked about it and basically saying he told the coach like uh, I'm not in the best health. I'm not. The, this is yeah. what I can give you. I can't give you this. Right. And the coach basically ignoring what he's saying, ignoring his health, and just like this is what I need from you. This and that's not professional. Him, that's not professional. So he kind of showed him like, all right, you you, you gonna. You know, do that now. This is what I got for you. You know, and you can't say it's right or wrong. It is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, they got bro. This one, this what I hate. They can talk to you any old type of way. They can do anything. You once you do something, it's wrong. And then your own people look at you at, like it's wrong because they so fucking colonized and under under they under they spell. Because that's crazy. Every time you do something against the master, oh, why the fuck you doing that? Bro, y'all so under this nigga nuts and shit, bro. Fuck him. He don't need me. And that nigga, I don't need him. He need me. He need my labor. Cause my labor pays him. You feel me? That's why everybody come over here. That's why all these communities come over here and take our fucking labor, nigga. I'm tired of that shit. That's we, real talk. For real, bro. Like, I ain't man, I have been listening to Dr. Claude Anderson, you know, a little bit more. And that's true, bro. Like, man, fuck that shit. But once we do something, it's it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Man, that shit's so stuck in us. No, that's true, bro. Like, even when you work in fast food, it's like Hey man, the, the the one person who been there twenty years, he don't follow the rules. He just do what he want, and everybody else can't. Don't do that. He, you gonna get in trouble. Yeah. And it's just like, man, I'm free because he know the code. Yeah, he know the, the 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 general manager doing stuff too. You know, he eating food on the side. It's bro, all a game. It's everybody, all a game, bro. everybody is really playing the game. It's just certain people don't know how to play the game, so they can get caught. Man, how you, know you how saying? you how you feel about the Brooklyn Knicks not want to pay sixty eight thousand for Kyrie to come back? Hmm. To play in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, to, to play, play in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Oh, that's sixty-eight thousand a game, or a period. I, just period. I believe if it's a game, I, just, I still don't understand because this how new this shit. This how new this shit was all a money thing. You know what I'm saying? Like we dog this man character. Like it's a lot of people I don't respect. I I, I don't respect their opinion because how they dog this man character. I feel like we all have a choice to choose, but like let's dog Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? For not wanting to give up that money, which y'all already making off of this man, y'all know y'all made y'all made over what y'all about to to, to spend in jersey with, sales, in jersey sales, and all ticket Way sales. Way more than that in jersey, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Playoff sales, like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? This man go out there get injured last year, you know what I'm saying? In a time when they probably could have won, if I feel like Kyrie didn't get injured, they would have won it all. But you know he got injured, you know he sacrificed his life out, but he don't want to do what y'all follow y'all protocol. This man can play, y'all just got to pay a fine. I mean, what, what what I look at it, they just making an example out of him. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I think it's just how how strongly he stood on his square. And they just, I think it's not even the fact that he stood on the square. It's how strongly he stood on the square. Yeah. And they don't like that strong. You know what I'm saying? That strong. They don't like a strong nigga. A str- yeah. You know, there you go. You know what I'm saying? A strong opposer to what, what you know what what the agenda is. But I th- also also think another thing is, um, a lot of times, um. Man, people just be saying stuff to get a reaction. People just be saying stuff because it's yeah, viral. Yeah. Like you gonna criticize Antonio Brown and what he did, or Kyrie and his stand, just so you can get a viral moment. And that's why I don't try too much on my Instagram speak on what's going on in the news. Yeah. You know, I might do it here and there if it's that extreme, and I feel like it's pertaining to something that I stand on. <laughs> but I don't want to speak on it because that's I don't right. want to become, you know, somebody who chases viral moments like like Stephen A. and all these people. You know what I'm saying? I, I try not. I, I try not to. Na- names. I try not to name <laughs> drop. You know, I try not to name drop. But but it's just like. You you put names out. Yeah, it's just yeah, like, yeah. why would you do that, man? I mean, because that's what feels the fire and feels more checks. You know, like, they always go back to me, like, as the platform, how I look at it. Like, I've been viral before. Mm. And that shit go away. It's just like that. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, bro, I, lately I've just been studying the greats, man. Just studying Prince, studying Michael. Studying how they study other people to become successful. You know what I'm saying? Because your 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 skill and whatever you're studying, your craft is gonna sustain so long that talking ain't gonna do shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they said Prince was worth 100. His estate is worth 168 million. I feel like it's worth more than that. Probably is. I know it is. You know they just taking. You know I know it's worth because Mike shit worth billions. Mm. Prince at least be worth 500 million. We talking about Prince here. You know what I'm saying? But it's crazy. Everybody just want to go viral, bro. And it's like everybody's seeking for attention. Everybody mm. like. That's why I just be I took I mean I'll be taking that shit on and off, bro. I just put it back on today. And I made a post today. Cause I'm like, let me cause sometimes like, bro, I need to promote myself so much. But it's like, bro, I'm so 
fed up with all the attention seeking right now, bro. This shit is is getting out of hand, bro. Yeah, it is, man. It's, it's draining. And that's why I be following some, I, I be unfollowing people and then like following back maybe a couple months later. And they be like, why you did? It's, it's not good for my health to even watch you. <laughs> like, wow. it's not even good for, for my health to even watch you. And I understand you might not understand it, but I can't even watch you. And I might love you, but I just, I can't watch you because your lifestyle is, is a little hurt, it's hurtful for my mental health. I, I just want to know, have it ever been this bad in society? The depression? That everything, like, it's so much evil shit going on. It's like, yo, have it, like, I feel like everybody should be kind to one another right now. You know what? I feel like it's always been this way. It's just we got a big microscope in the world pointing out what's good and, and what's bad and kind of giving you a, a platform to give your opinion because you said, it's, if has it ever been a time where it's this bad? Think about slavery. You know what I'm saying? Think about the Great Depression. Think about all these different things. You know, um, I'm tell you, I, I took a, um, a was, history. Of, yeah. I took a history of journalism course, mm-hmm. right? And my professor was talking about how they had the Battle of New Orleans Mm -hmm. and how the Battle of New Orleans was, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, it was a civil war battle that happened a month after um, the civil war was over. But that was just how slow news circulated, that they were still thought they was in battle. It took that long for it to circulate. So I'm saying all these different things was happening even back then. You know what I'm saying? Even worse things back then. It's just we get it so quickly now, it's overwhelming to us. You know what I'm saying? We can't absorb it. Everything is everything is overwhelming like, to the, us, man. Like, how many albums just came out? You know what I mean? Like rap albums that just came out, like, bro, albums coming out left and right. And then a nigga will be like, oh, that shit was trash. After a day, you listen to it. What? Mm-hmm. What? How can like? I I really feel like niggas is really just coming in for clout too. Or when they be looking at you know politicians and they do something that's you know sly or you know immoral, and people just like, man, I can't believe they did that. They've been doing this for for, for years. For years, man. It's just we have the platforms now that you get exposed. You in the Marriott, and now somebody else has a camera phone and can expose you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. The chancellor at U of M just got um, yeah uh, leave for um. Doing something with one of his some somebody. I don't, yeah, that shit. That shit been going on. For you years. know what I'm saying? You know, and it's just like all these different things. They they come out more rapidly now. Yeah. Is it is people getting more immoral now? I don't think people's getting more immoral. People just getting exposed more. You know, people are using the same tactics that they used before, but not knowing that things have changed. I watched the interview with X Rated when he was on No Jumper, and he was saying, "Man, we were selling dope. We we sold. We was doing the same gang banging stuff year after year after year." But we didn't understand things was changing around us. Now it's a camera for now. Now it's a it's, it's a camera up on the pole now. But we were still, you know, hustling and conducting business like it was. You know what I'm saying? Old times. It's, damn, bro, it's gonna be cameras everywhere. It's gonna be cameras everywhere, man. It's like it's no more privacy. Mm. Do we want to still stay in this democracy? Mm, 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 mm. It's weird, man. It's, it's weird. weird it's, it's weird when the people that I thought. Would give a more in-depth opinion on it Like Can't bro They bro, probably, they people probably protecting just, themselves People just talking money today bro And that's why I hate yeah. You know what I'm saying Nobody talks about anything but money It's all about money It's all about money but that's It's not, not even it's about no money I think everybody look Everybody look up June 5th 1933 And then come back and holler at me The real money is the land You know what I'm saying The Shit Ain't no money It's just credit I feel like shit I scratch your back, you scratch my eyes. Mm. An old lady told me that like a, a year ago. She had went to go get she. I ain't lit her no more. I asked, can she pick up my taxes? She did it, but you know what I had to do for her? Like she picked up my stimulus check, my back in the mail for me because I didn't live over there no more. And I was like, can you pick it up? So like, y'all make sure they send it to you. You know what she did for me? I what I do for her? I take down her um her lights around her house. She said it's called what's it called the bargain. I don't know what it's called. Yeah, it's a barter system. Yeah, barter system. Mm-hmm. She said, yeah. She said, it still goes like that today. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. I mean, bro, money, that shit is the root of all evil shit. Nigga, you got to realize, like, that shit don't. They say it's the love of money. Yeah, the love of money. The love of money. Because you do need wealth to survive and to mm-hmm. build a nation. You need money to build a nation. You need money to build, not destroy it. I just don't even, as a young person in today's society, I don't even understand what what's going on right now at this current know. moment i don't know what is going on all i know is that you're trying to push fear into us that's all i can say they're trying to push fear but i'm just like what is 
I don't know because so many young people, especially when I was working in the school, they don't want to work no more. I don't want to work no more. I don't we don't want to work no more. Yeah, why? 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 Why is that? Sometimes I think like that's bad for me to think like that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I'd be like, Is it social media? Like, why don't we want to work anymore? My like, man was like, my, my man's church was like, Man, I'm like, I don't. I was going through shit. I'm like, bro, I'm like, bro, I don't want to work no more. I said, man, see that social media shit got y'all feeling like entrepreneur, this and that. And I'm just like, it ain't even the social media shit, bro. I'm tired of chasing that status. Work a good nine to five, wear the suits, shit like I got tired of chasing that status. I think that's what I'm it tired was. of having to prove myself to people. And that's what it is. I'm getting a job to prove to this woman that I'm a value that I can provide. Yeah. Man, I'm tired of that shit. Yeah, to take me for who I'm I am. I'm tired of that shit. No, for real. And that's deep. That's real deep. Because I be that's thinking that, is. like, bro, it be days like, bro, why I'm not working? Like, why, why, why I'm not working to my best ability at, mm -hmm. at this job? And it's an easy job. What is it? This shit is bad. Like, I, I have to, I, I got to get to the root of that, like. It's that bad for us Like cause like bro Nobody don't wanna work bro The young niggas don't wanna work mm -hmm. I don't know if we wanna The young women mind, don't wanna work either In my mind I, It's work smarter work, not, not harder That's how I think And I feel like We've been working hard For so long Black people especially We're starting to see How to work easy uh, we, We're starting to see That this shit not hard They had it so hard That's all they know So when you get around That generation They looking at you like what? We want what they have even though we don't have what they have. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, we all know it's this part of town, this black school you grow up in. Everybody got to get a hustle. You know, some people got good families. They don't have to work jobs while they're in high school and stuff like that. <laughs> but it's just like, bro, growing up, man, you see a lot of them white families, man, they don't work, man. Like, them young children, they don't and, work. And that's or if they work a thinking. job, yeah. they work at their family place or they work at just because they want their own money, but their family already got money. But that's why I'm up here thinking, like, that's what I was thinking about with the with my situation with my child. Like, bro, I can't be moved. I have to find a home, and we have to stay there for about, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Until I ask, talk to her, like, you want to move? You want to go see something new? Like, I, I can't just go like, oh, I want to move because daddy want to go somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I do feel like white kids stay in this big-ass house and go to this neighborhood school all the way up to high school. But then I'm like, that's a boring-ass life too, though. It's just, it's, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's just like you notice that a lot of other cultures and ethnicities, they don't work as hard. They and I, it doesn't mean they don't work as hard because everybody work hard, right? Yeah. But we work harder because we don't understand how to work smarter. Yeah. Everybody works hard, but y'all can't work harder than us because we don't know how to work smarter. We gonna work the hardest I mean, they because taught we, us to be the, we the least intelligent. Well, not the least intelligent. We have the least information. But now the information is getting out now. You know what I'm saying? They stripped all that shit. The information is getting out now, so we're working less hard, hard. so we can work smarter. But now it's coming off as laziness. Mm -hmm. But then it's it's, it's 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 causing different things around us to crumble. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to work a job anymore. Nobody wants to clock in nine to five when you know you can just create a Shopify and get six figures a month. We talking about the Shopify black business. And, and it's, just, it's just about having, it's just about having the funds to set up. But that's crazy that you're talking about this. I've been thinking about, this has been on my mind for the last two months. Mm. And for you to bring it to the table right now, it's like, that's how I've been feeling. Like, bro, am I lazy? You know what I'm saying? I just want to work out some days. This all I want to do is just work out and just. I mean, I think COVID. I think and get something to eat and go downtown and just enjoy life. Like, damn, that's man. it, bro. But COVID did that. And I was talking to my grandparents about this like two days ago and talking about it was another family member who was going through like an inheritance situation. I said, damn, man. Talking about man, it's a, it's ten, twenty, thirty million. They got to split. I'm like, damn. This is really how families really able to move. They have an inheritance. It's bro, it is a crime against humanity for black people to go through all these years and not know who their family is, mm. not have an inheritance, and not be able to connect with their other family members. Like my granny was just talking, like, oh yeah, um, this person, uh, um, Junebug over here who lives in uh, West Virginia, they do this, and I'm like, man, I don't know them, but they got land. They was sell, and they want to sell the land to family members, but we don't even know each other. That's a crime against humanity for us not to know our family members. For us not to be able to do business Because they would sell it to me for the cheap But they can't because they don't know me You know what I'm saying And it's just like It's this one 80 year old family member That connects us all You know what I'm saying That connects my granny To my family over here On the other side of the I mean other side of the country And when that family member passes away Our connection is severed We mm. might never connect again powerful. And that's that's a crime against humanity it's bro It's powerful bro That's powerful bro That's real powerful right there 
That's, that's powerful bro. A lot of people are rich off inheritance. Grandma's Bible. We did an episode about Grandma's, Grandma's Bible. Bible. You know Everything what I'm saying? Everything is in there. You Everything is in there, I man. I ain't gonna lie my baby born. I'm putting her information in there. You feel me? Like, I'm, I was looking at it the other day. Like, I gotta put all this shit in there. Like, inheritance is true, bro. We... It's we like ain't the got no, I, ain't, I ain't got no trust fund. A lot of these white boys do, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was looking at... um. I watched the social... Uh, what's that? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg movie? The, the social... I know what you're talking about. Bro, all of them went to Harvard, right? But I know they always, I know they always trust, trust something babies. Mm-hmm. Trust fund babies, yeah. Or I know their parents was big ass Dennis, you know, Dennis, one of the other two boys that thought they created Facebook. I forgot their name, but I did my research. So I'm just like, bro, they are so privileged, bro. Like fucking Mark Zuckerberg was, was down there born to build it, Facebook. So bro. much information is passed down from Man. person to person in the black community, from literally from person to person. If you don't know this person personally, it's no family connection. But Even if we know we family, just because we ain't taught, it's just like black people and Africans, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We feel like we're not family, even though we know we family, but just because we've never had no real, real. sit down conversation, it's but just what like. Is there is, what is there is to pass, though? Like, now, I feel like our generation is doing that, but like before that, like I'm, I be trying to think, like man, what is there to pass? You pass know down? Yeah. I feel like it's a lot of things to pass down. If you, especially if you don't know, you inherited it. Like I said, my my granny said that our family has like over a hundred acres in West Virginia because the slave master who was over us when he passed away, he left the land to like our great, 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 great grandfather or some whatever, however it fell down. And all of us got a piece of it. Now her father sold his piece of the land, but I didn't even know our family had any land to inherit and they're selling it. They're selling it now. And I was just like, dang man, I can't even reach out to them and be like, yeah, I would love to purchase an acre or two acres because they selling it. And they say they wanted to sell it to the family before they sell it to the general public, but they can't sell it to the family because the family, don't know each other I mean that's you know what I'm a, but now you but now you got the information now you use it yeah but the person who connects us is like 80 years old so now it's a you know what I'm saying like I was just like I mean, is there somebody I can I feel like they really want it's a possible yeah yeah, yeah. we're gonna get it we're yeah. gonna get it but I'm just saying like that's a crime that I have to go through all these steps and you know it all this information I feel has like not been passed I, I definitely get what you're saying like us blacks been going through all this bullshit to become successful for once we want to take the easy route the route they've been taking for the longest, and since we're not doing the easy, since we're easy not does easy not doesn't easy, mean lazy. lazy. Just it's because right, we right. taking the easy route, route doesn't mean we taking a lazy route. It just means we taking a smarter route and a more self sustained route. We're yeah. not trying to work in this coal mine all day and hit Man. this rock all day. When when the, this this other person from another culture is sitting there and counting the stacks yeah. and counting the money, and he break us off ten percent uh -huh. while he getting a ninety. Fucking labor. I mean, you know? was, I mean, we was just here to do labor. I mean, if you ever watched the American Dream uh, movie, Joe Jackson was in a coal mine. I can just remember, like, bro, fuck. He, you know, he was saying, fuck this shit. You know, something I learned the other day, man. People really make so much money off our ignorance, bro. They play on our ignorance. Yeah. I literally have been paying people. For like the past two years To correct the audio On some of the clips That I post on social media Because sometimes the audio Is just on the left headphone And it's not on the right Or if it's on the right And it's not on the left mm -hmm. And I've been paying people To do audio work for me I literally went on YouTube And learned how to do that In like 10 minutes And I was like Dang I've been paying these people $25 for something that I did In mm -hmm. 10 minutes And it was just my lack of understanding, like, I can't do that. That's beyond me. I cannot do that. Yep. But I was like, dang, this is easy. It was just pressing a button. Yeah. And they was using my un they was using That's my how I feel about um lack of knowledge business, against business, me. Business credit. I pay like six hundred dollars, all that shit started up. And I'm like, bro, if I would have researched this shit myself, but it was still a good investment because mm. now I know how to do it. You know what I'm saying? Now I know what to look at to you know, sometimes shit, they gonna have to some they gonna make money off it like ignorance too. You learn. Mm. I just feel what. No, nah, I mean I just feel like our generation is ready to. Yeah, we not lazy, bro. I because I grew up. I grew up and go to work, bro. Go to work. Go. I heard that shit my whole life. And a job doesn't bring wealth, bro. An income is not wealth. That's not wealth. And um, they're trying to break that cycle, like, bro. I've been doing that shit my whole life. That's all I know. I do is work, 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 work. But I always had one or two jobs. Since I was, I've been working since I was been working with my pops. Since I was like eight years old, that was cool. You know, I ain't never had no problem with that. But like, from fifteen to now, bro, I always had a fucking job. 
The problem is we, we have these jobs that don't pay that much, but our lifestyle is so expensive. Bro, and bro, the groceries, bro, I just spend $90 on groceries, which I would normally spend $50 for. And nah. I look at my check and I ain't gonna lie, I get paid decent. And I still be like, bro, this is some bullshit. Now that, I take that ill. I, mean, I understand it, but like when it comes to what I put in my I body, ain't. I have to make sure it, it you know, bro. it's the best stuff. No, bro, that shit expensive, bro. <laughs> it is for no reason, but it's just like ninety dollars hey, out of my check. I wanted I'm, plus I'm, I gotta pay fifty to put in the tank. I plus need to, you know, plus what I'm I got my phone. Bitch. It ain't right. I'm just saying I need to organic, bro. I, I mean, need yeah, organic. organic. I mean, man, fuck, we need that farm to 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 to, mm-hmm. to you know feed. Up. We need that farm, bro, so we can plant sure. our shit, man. And um, that's nothing. It's gonna be a fight for land. Mm. We ain't got no money to buy no land. She Bill Gates buying all the land. Mm. Him and all this. Man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. It's a lot of successful rich white people. And I ain't jealous of nothing, but it's just like, bro, these motherfuckers been getting paid, bro. Like, they really got it easy, bro. And I hate to say that, but it's some, you know, it's some definitely other cultures here that, that do got it bad. But from the majority part, they got it easy, bro. And I hate to look at it like that. Like I said, I might be wrong looking at it for that way. I wanted to get to some supporter questions, too, before we, I don't want to forget to get to, because, you know, we rarely get to them sometimes. Laquita asks, what are some suggestions for black men seeking, working in predominantly white environments? And uh, she just sent me an add on to it. She said, um, I wanted to add to the question because my son finally discussed the situation in more detail. One of the supervisors stated that he gives off an intimidating aura. I got he's not the type to smile a lot. However, he, he's dealt with this since being a teenager. Being mistaken for being an adult, he was a good kid. However, these incidents are starting to have negative impact on his views of the world. I guess I would like to y'all to discuss why the black men get judged for being black men. It's like they want you to put up a facade for their comfort. Man, I'm going through that every day. I feel like mm-hmm. it's semi for who I am, not an evil person. Uh, mm. That's because that's how society painted our picture. Like, we can't, bro, I can't, I'm tired of doing that shit. I remember, bro, my pops taught me this to get a, to be working the corporate. You know, you got to shave your face, wear a shirt and tie. Like, he, he groomed me to do that, and I hated that because that's not me. I got to do this. But, I mean, also he told me to go that route so I can see how they treat you and see how you're supposed to work in them, in them environments. But, I mean, until he create his own, he going to always deal with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I answered the question. Yeah, well, I, I think um, the first thing is understanding that it's not your fault for just how you come off, especially if it's the way you raise and the culture that you come from, the community. Now, whether you want to acquiesce to the way other people you know, choose to carry themselves at the job, you know, smile more and do that. If you feel like you're betraying who you are, then stop doing it. You know, and that's why when I was working at the school, I, I was not the most smilingest person at the school. And everybody knew that, mm-hmm. you know, people might ask, you having a good day. And then it took me to tell people like, listen, I can be having the greatest day. I'm never going to walk around like this. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to walk around. I, it doesn't feel true to myself. I'm not going to walk around smiling at nobody. You know what I'm saying? That's just not how I was raised. I don't do that. You know, but um, if you want, if you feel like I'm unapproachable, I'm letting you know. You can always, you know what I'm saying, let me know. So I literally had to tell people because that was something they point out to me. Like, you you don't be, you be smiling. I'm like, that's not really something that I do. You know what I'm saying? And I feel offended that you're offended. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't judge the way that you come off. You know what I'm saying? You might smile too much in my opinion, but I never judged you for that. You know what I'm saying? But now you're judging me for the way that I come off. So it's kind of really expressing yourself. And then once they you humanize yourself by letting them know, like, I feel some type of way about you feeling some type of way about how I show up or how I present myself. You know what I'm saying? And you can say that. You don't have to say it like that because that might come off aggressive. But just let them know, like, um, I could be the most happiest. This is just how I express my happiness. This is how I express my peace. When I'm peaceful, when I'm, you know, I'm just calming my spirit. I choose to express it in this manner. You know what I'm saying? I observe. You know, I'm not just always smiling, you know, because that would be a fake portrayal of myself. You know, so I feel like that's the the the, the number one thing that you uh, probably want to let him know is just like, man, he ain't got to um, change the way that he's acting. He just has to, you know, step up and express himself just a little bit more and also understand if they don't receive it, it's nothing he can do to be well received. In some environments, they don't want to understand. And if they don't want to understand, there's nothing he can do to really express, you know, that he's not coming in there with this aggressive aura. There's nothing you can do. You know what I'm saying? They didn't watch too many Boys in the Hood movies 
for them to or you know films like boys and for them to understand that there's more perplexity to the black community i, I, I don't than, i don't think it's the movies it's just how they was raised like they was raised to be that they're better than us i mean that's that's just what it is mm -hmm. they were raised to be the boss and we the, we deserve it mm. damn i mean it's not kind of well that's just it's common sense to me bro mm -hmm. i mean look at america's man, come on man that shit crazy yeah, man, it, you know, it, it, if somebody is not the ignorant one, if somebody is not on the bottom, then everybody can't make the most money. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of what capitalism is built off. You know, somebody, you know, having an inability to make this much money so everybody else can kind of take away from him. Like, we lose so much money off of our ignorance, man. And that's kind of what why I've been kind of really slow to the whole crypto thing is because when there's lack of information, so many people lose so much money. You know what I'm saying? I saw that... Um, um, I ain't. I think that's a scam. I ain't a scam. It's not a scam, but with lack of information comes a lot of losses. losses. Month, you know what I'm saying? Because people don't understand it. Like I heard, I forgot how many millions. Nick said, um, BitSmart lost. It's like a crypto uh, app. They got hacked, and then a whole bunch of people lost money, and people lost their life savings, and they still haven't got their money back. So it's like. People can't police it. It's, it's it's hard to police something that's still new and it's still evolving in so many ways. Yeah, man. and it's like it's so trendy right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I guess though, this is the first thing I get it though. It's the first thing blacks can get rich off of. So hop on. Mm. Yeah, people have been saying it's like the dot com era. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, you you if you wasn't on the dot com era, make sure you get in on this because this can be your ticket. But it, it can also be what. Causes you to lose your whole life savings. So everybody, anytime only one side of the story is being told, I don't trust it, man. I need somebody to tell me the whole story that you can lose your whole life savings, that you can lose a whole bunch of money, and you can make a whole bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? It's but especially if you all you understand is that there's money to be made. If all you understand is there's money to be made, you don't want to really go into that because there's money to be made everywhere. So all you understand, oh, it's a lot of money to be made. Yep, and that means it's a lot of money being lost as well. I know. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you understand calls and puts. You know what I'm saying? Well, somebody just made money, somebody lost money. So we just got to kind of, you know, be tuned into it a little bit more um, about um, what's going on. I'm seeing the robots. You know what I'm saying? The, the robots, all these different things, you know, really taking over. Electric cars. One of the supporters wanted to ask about the, the Apple, the Apple um, glasses mm -hmm. and what we thought about the Apple glasses. Um, you know, I, I feel like... Um, I, I can't speak on what's good, what's not good. I, I just I just want to take a break. You know what I'm saying? I just want to take a break and reanalyze what makes life fulfilling to me. I just want to sit in nature, man. I just want to sit and watch the sun. I just want to go off the grid. That's really what I want to do. I'm not really into this, you know, whole flashy this, flashy that. The only reason men, for real, for real, like, oh, I can just speak for myself, is that all these you really want to acquire all these flashy things is to oppress women. I mean, impress women. You know what I'm saying? I heard, I, I was watching a, a podcast. I forgot what podcast it was about, but they was talking about this. It was like a relationship podcast, you know, about the animals and how they do all these different things to impress the, the you know, they mate and stuff like that. It's just like, man, who am I really trying to impress out here? I'm doing all this work, grinding so hard for the approval of this woman who's not doing anything, you know what I'm saying, to be pleasing to me besides look good. And it's just like, you know, and I understand that's not everybody, but that's the rat race that I'm on. And it's like, shit, I can't, I can't, I can't be in this race anymore. No, I'm in the same, man, I'm done proving my That's why I need somebody who can take me out of that. I don't want nobody who put me in it. Anybody who tells me that they're a part of that or they want to be a part of it or they want to be an Instagram couple or they want to be online. It's like, I can't even I ain't, be with I ain't you. got that with shoes. I ain't got that. I can't, I can't even be with you. Uh, anybody who pushes me into this matrix, I can't be with you. I'm trying to get out. No, anybody that push you to be something that you're not, you will not want to be around. Mm-hmm. Like, like I said, one thing, I'll tell my homeboy. My homeboy been calling me lately. I'll tell him about you. I'm like, bro, the reason that I feel like I'm so, like, connected with Ahmad, that nigga let me be me, bro. Like, I feel like I have, to, I don't have to fake shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, through the good and the bad. But, like, I get to be me and figure it out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't, I don't feel like I got to prove anything to you. You know what I'm saying? And even through your success, I'm, they, like I'm happy as hell for it, but you know like some, that shit will bother some people. But that shit don't bother me at all because it's like that's for him. You know that's him. You know what I'm saying? Like I see how you work hard for it, but like 
I'm in my own space and you in your own space. I, I just feel like that's the people you want to be around, bro. Nobody that's going to push you to be something that you're not, push you to be like, I guess, the better you. Well, not even push you, just be there. Yeah, bro, I'm an empath, bro. I read people's energy, bro. And I'm I'm good yeah. picker, you know, I, I can really pick up on people's energy. And when I see somebody has like a genuine energy, bro, I never judge them for the things that they may say, the things that they may do, because mm. I know their spirit. Yeah. And that's why I don't be wanting people to judge me, because I say a lot of crazy Man, stuff. I do especially too. with my family. I react, I say a whole bunch of crazy stuff. But it's like, you know me, you know I didn't mean that. I, you yeah. know, I'm I'm just reacting out of this other stuff that was put in me by the world, but you know my spirit, you know. And and and, and why you saying something that you might not be wrong. You might not be right, but I was telling my sister the other day, like, damn, bro. Maybe times I wish I never said them stuff to my mom and dad. Like, bro, why the fuck I say that? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just off of, man, bro, I blame Tupac in them. Because that's why I grew up watching, you know, them them being vocal. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you're supposed to stand up for something and you're less you fall off. You know, I just feel like you just have to stand up. And that's why I be so vocal. But at times, it's like, I just got to be quiet. I mean, yeah, the black community is... We have a history of oppressing a child's voice And then it's kind of like Now that children are speaking It's kind of like What's allowed What's not allowed What can they say What can't they say And what is disrespectful And what is just evolving to a higher level And we're trying to figure that out in real time Because we're the first generation of really Young children that's really speaking And my sister was like That's what she said My sister was like You gotta remember like They didn't have that growing up So you have to remember that And it just be like that shit just be fucking with my head. Like every time I'm over there, I don't know what to say. But that 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 shit just crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just crazy. Like I'm just to the point. You know, just being quiet. I guess. Yeah, that, that's where I'm at too, man. And I, I hope people don't take it the wrong way. Like I can't even say or tell everything to everybody, even close to me, just because I don't want it to be perceived a certain this type of way. So, this shit's so fake, bro. I, I I think that's where I be at too. A lot of this shit fake. And you just You seem weird When you elevate Around people around you They don't understand it You know what I'm saying Yeah and it's like Like you know what I'm saying Like people don't understand it They just like bro Why are you expressing yourself to You you acting like this And it's just like dang You still stuck where you at bro Yeah like It's like damn bro You don't I I have to talk Yeah Like you know what I'm saying I can't just sit here I can't do it no more You know what I'm saying Or Bro I gotta talk something you know what i'm saying like just talk about something to to fucking a solution a problem i gotta solve some shit i just be venting now bro anytime i have conversation with people yeah and i try to catch myself from that but like my homeboy he called me i love it i hate people who make me feel some type of way for expressing myself bro i hate people like i said bro it's not it's not such thing as immature people or immature emotions it's just immature people who abuse those emotions i don't don't vent to nobody i feel like i vent too much so i don't vent like i'll probably want I, i haven't called you to vent I just just try to figure it out, I guess, because I don't want because sometimes I feel like it's problems, so I don't want to bring my problems to you. You know what I'm saying? I don't, oh, want, you man, feel it. Oh, I don't want you to feel my energy because you're still, shit, you some, can still be grounded and still feel somebody's energy. You sometimes know what I'm it helps me. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I might be going through some shit yeah. and I'm like, fuck, man. I'm like, fuck. Like, Damn, everybody feeling good. And it's just like, bro, I'm going, it's like, okay, shit, I'm not behind a ball. And it's not like somebody else's problems make me feel better. It yeah. just makes me feel better to know everybody got problems. Yeah, because it's yeah. like, it's like even what you said with the, with the job situation. Like, I've been thinking like that for the last couple, bro, mm-hmm. last almost a year, for real. Like, bro, damn, I'm lazy, bro. I don't. No, you just a star, bro. Yeah, it's just, it's just, just like. just a star, bro. And, that's all it is. And bro. that's true, though. I do. Bro, I will call to somebody to hear their problem. I want to hear your problems. Not just because I just want to hear them because it make me feel strong. Like, we, I can tell you're going to get through it because I'm going to get through it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, I remember one time I was calling one of my homegirls and shit. I ain't never paid attention to like years later. But she's like, yeah, you always call, thinking there's something, always something wrong with you. It's more than about you. I'm like, damn. But at the same time, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you problems so I can hear about yours. I don't know if that's the wrong way to do it, but like, because mm. I know you got them. You know, I'm really here for you. You feel me? I want you to vent to me as well, just to, just so we can grow. I feel like I can grow in a way. I don't know. I, I could, I could be going about that the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, I have this genuine love for you. Like, I really just want to hear you. Whatever you're going through, let that shit out. You ain't got to hold that shit in there and fake it with me. You know, that shit is secret, is sacred with me. You feel me? Let that shit out. So you and can. I'm naturally like that, bro. Yeah. Like, anytime we have a guest on here, I, we, we talk about it all the time. Shit, yeah. can't nobody go deep until we go deep. Yeah. 
Before yeah. we ask somebody to go deep with us, we got to go there first and then yeah. say, okay, now what's yours? You know what yeah. I'm saying? Or jump in here. Now, we jumped in. Now, it's time for you to jump in. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We're never going to ask them to jump in yeah. and then be like, okay, we'll jump in. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just it's just how we express ourselves, yeah. man. You never want to ask them, hey, man, what's your problems? It's just like, man, let me express mine first. And that's all I'm doing. Yeah, that comfortability. And, and, and that's know? it. You feel me? And, and a lot of times, lately, people have been coming about their problems. Now, just listen, bro. Now, just be like. Damn, we this what made me think. We all going through shit and some situations worse than than others. It's damn. It make me actually be more kind to you. Not more kind, but more mm-hmm. open to you. Or I don't know what it does. It just makes me uh I love you more. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cause I know what you're going through and I know you're fighting. So I love you more. I'm gonna be less hard on you. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be hard on you if I think, think shit always going good. I don't know. I, I like I said, I could be wrong by saying that shit too. But when I know Oh, I'm less Man you don't know What this girl doing Okay she evil today Somebody thinks she evil But you don't know What she really going through She told me how she feeling Inside and stuff mm. So I see why she Might snap or something like that Girl I love you Girl you good You snapped up Girl you good you feel me Or when I see you I embrace you That's why the counselors yeah. At the school Normally get along With the baddest kid yeah, they do. Why he wanna be around him Why he talking to him He just cussed out Miss so and so Cause I know his story Yeah Cause I know his story and ain't got nothing to do with who he is. I understand the way he acting ain't got nothing to do with what's inside of him. Yeah. I know him at his spirit, man. I know what his spirit say. I just know what his flesh is making him do. You know what I'm saying? It's so much things that just like hurt our spirit. Yeah. You know, and and, yeah. and and we talk about it like, man, I just see people now. Even if I know your flesh is gonna make you do some devilish shit, I just see I see you at your core. I see you at your spirit, man. I you know what I'm saying, bro? I'm just working good. on your spirit right now. I'm not even working on the flesh right now, baby. I'm working on that spirit. We gonna get to the flesh later, but that spirit, I'm working with that. And and, and that's I think that's the problem I have with with people now. Mm-hmm. Everybody looking at the flesh, and I'm not. I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm working on it so hard. Like even in my relationship, trying to just. Look at the spirit and let the spirit, you know, just do do what it do what it do, bro. Cause we all hurt people, we all toxic people, bro. We all fucking toxic. I had to realize that. I, I, I we watched that Jason Wilson video interview on the Breakfast Club and how he said, you know, he was toxic. Just hearing him talking about him getting loud with his wife and shit like that. Just it just was like, man, we all fall short. You know what I'm saying? And it's just about picking back up and how can you change and. How can you know you do do better? Because it takes time, but that shit just don't happen overnight. It's just getting in that zone. And also when you get in that zone, you lose a lot of people too. Mm. <sighs> Nigga, don't I know it. You and, and I'm starting to like peep myself like, bro, I'm still trying to hold on to situations that I don't need to hold on to. Because I, I can't, bro. Niggas is not on that on that frequency. You know what I'm saying? Of just searching. Mm. God, I feel like God wants you to search, you know, and um, I really feel like, bro, it's another level waiting for you, you for you to walk into, bro. It's yeah. The door is right yeah. here, bro. I see you. You waiting to walk that. into yeah. it because yeah. it's just like it's you. You fighting this dream. It's your dream, and then it's this. It's it's what's promised. Yeah. And I, I heard a pastor say, "Man, what stops us from achieving our purpose is chasing our potential." Bro, you could be a real estate person. Mm. You could be the biggest podcast. You could be the comedian. You could be a host on all that. But what's your purpose, bro? You know your purpose, bro. You said it's the entertainer. It's what you do naturally. You know what I'm saying? With the least amount of effort, bro. And you do it the best, man. Mm-hmm. And it's right there. And you fighting. And you still tussling with it because you have so much potential, bro. It's hard when somebody's multi-talented to focus on this one thing. You know what I'm saying? People, man, you do this, man. I, I could do a million things. But I know this is what I do. With no effort, and I do it the best, and time flies, bro. But you fighting that, you fighting it. I see it in you, you fighting it, bro. Even when you come in, I'm like, but he fighting it, he fighting it. Because he know what come with chasing it. But, you, bro, you a king, bro. You supposed to have that kid, bro. It's yeah. waiting on you, bro. Like, yeah. when I told you, bro, when I see DC Young fly, when I see this shit, I really be like, bro, that's spank. Because when I, I, I realized that when I saw the global state, when I saw that when I saw that, that show that you did, I was like, bro, he really was a star 10 years ago. And he stopped. Like you gotta keep, bro. Like you, you, bro. If you would have kept, you would have been that. I know. But it wasn't time. God had to get the right time. Now you ready, bro? Yeah, mentally, you I didn't ready I, I now. Didn't understand a lot of things. You ready? And also, also, like I'm 26. I might be 27 in July. Like I'm not even letting the age thing get to me. Mm-hmm. Like even if it take me until I'm 50 mm. to make that first, you know. But I'm really learning to master myself and, and calmness. And my emotions So I can be able to work with everyone And be able to get things done Like I, I had a lot of You get a lot of defeats You get more defeats than victories I don't give a fuck I, uh, A great producer Larry Truman told me, said that I think that's his name 
But, you know, once you get them victories, you know, you just keep it moving. But defeat is good. You learn. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this, bro. It's always good to be able to project into the future, bro. Our 50s, 60s, 70s, man, we're going to do this and all this stuff. But it's like, bro, our time is our most expensive currency, bro. We got to make sure we're spending it the right way, bro. Because it's just like, man, we don't even understand what time is a different type of currency. Because certain currencies in time, our 20s and our 30s, bro, it's the only time where the numbers that's lower is more valuable than the ones that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The ones that go down, bro. Life in our 20s and 30s is going to be a little bit richer or might be a little bit richer than it is down the line. Maybe it, it is a little richer down the line. Mm-hmm. But I know it's never going to be like the 20s and 30s. You know what I'm saying? We never going to get this back. No. It, it, it gets different. It gets better in the future, but it never gets like this. Yeah. Let's make sure we spend this wisely, bro. Because you, you you got your passion. You got your dream, bro. I want you to start spending some of that now, bro. Because it's time, bro. It's time. You get what I'm saying? But make sure y'all tune in next week for another episode of Breaking the Machine. I just want to let y'all know, man, I appreciate all the support. I appreciate everybody who's sending texts in the text community, where y'all been at. We was taking a break. I told y'all we was taking a break. I appreciate all the love, all the support. And like I said, if you haven't already, um, send that text. Like, I got to plug it again. Text BTM to 1-313-825-4140 to get added to the text community so you can get all the updates. Please text that number. I've been telling y'all to text it. Okay, we got like 100 people in the text community now. I love y'all, but we trying to get it up. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate y'all tuning in again, man. This season two is going to be powerful, man. We got a lot of powerful guests, a lot of powerful things for the future, man. Y'all stay tuned. Break the machine. That's a wrap. You dig? Peace.